You're listening to World of Empowerment Radio, your station for practical spirituality in a changing world. And here are your hosts, Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are very welcome. I am Ahanu and this is my lovely Angel Rose. Angel Rose and I are about to enter into a discussion about forgiving God. Now, this is heavy and this is deep. And we're going to traverse various layers of understanding. It arose from a feeling of that I had where I started by forgiving myself. And the more I started to do that, the more I realized, oh, you've got to forgive others around you too. You've got to forgive your family. You've got to forgive your parents. And then you've got to forgive those parents and those great-grandparents and so on. And I started finding myself going back in time because like they all accounted for me being here now so i was going back and then through through big time periods and wars and battles and and all kinds of pestilence and disease and destruction in history and i thought okay we got to forgive history and then we got to forgive the world and the more further back i was going the bigger it seemed to get and It reminds me of a story one time where Angel Rose was trying to to read the Akashic records to see God, was it, or to reach God. And it's like as if we were on a road trip at the time and it was going to take forever because she couldn't actually get back to that origin point. And I was the same way with forgiving myself. It's like the more I went back, the more I realised that this is getting bigger, it got cosmic, it got universal. And then it came to the point where I'm saying, I've got to forgive God. Now that opened up a can of worms. So yeah, because you were angry. <laughs> well, it wasn't so much that I was the angry. Little, the little human here was angry at God. Remember? Well, that's true. Remember how mad you were at God? That's true. And, and that's fair. That's, I'm glad you raised that because I think that's what the separation is, is where we are. I know I feel angry at God that, like, and let's put gender on it for the sake of having to. He, call it it, whatever you like. But Are you going to spark a discussion? I know. You see, this, <laughs> this is what I'm saying about the different levels of things that we have to cover if we're talking about this subject. But I found myself language being inadequate even to arrive at the place where you could realize any kind of real forgiveness at all if you were to forgive everything so why were you needing to forgive god because like i say i went back through all incarnations of myself and back through my dna and back through my ancestry and back through time eons and found that I, like I was arriving at the place where, well, I had to, it had to be God that co- created me. And if God created me needing forgiveness, then God, I needed to forgive God for doing that. Now, now do you see, we see the conundrum, but it's a very interesting concept. Yeah, but it brings into question a few things. 
Number one, is there a God to forgive? And number two, did God create you as a body? Is the other question. I mean, I can say that something created us spiritually. Okay, but I don't, I don't know about God creating the body. I think that was engineered by other species. Right. Okay, so... But even so, you can go it, back to say that's what the whole Garden Eden thing was about: is that Eve disobeyed God, and therefore the punishment was to have a body that would die. Okay, that would not live forever. But even so, Angel Rose, if, even if you were to take those points and say, "Right, I forgive the genetic engineering by aliens or whatever of our bodies," or I forgive Anu and the Anunnaki or whatever your thoughts might be about the creation story, if we were to forgive them, who did they forgive? That they they started that in the first place. Do you understand? Or they probably don't think they need to forgive anything because they delighted, just like scientists do today, they're delighting in genetic engineering, not thinking of any of the consequences. Like why would you want to bring a dinosaur back to Earth at this in this time period, for example? You know, they're just caught up in the fact that they could do it. Hmm. So they're not thinking of the consequences. Of if you really let a dinosaur loose on the earth in this time period, what would happen? So, you know, I just think whomever, and that's also but, up for question. Nobody really knows I know, how the body was created. Yes. Yeah. I mean, on one hand, we can say that it's a pretty miraculous machine, isn't it? Right. The things it can do. Um, and obviously, it gets us around the physical universe. Okay, so did God even create the physical body? I, I don't know. Did, rept, did reptilians create the body? Did Anunnaki create the body? I mean, we don't know. You know what the kind of a temporary, provision, provisional conclusion that I've come to? Hmm. Is that we did it all. I think you created your own body. We think, I think well, you created a handsome one. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, seriously, I think we created it all. In the same way as now we could, we're coming into an understanding of how we are creating our own lives, our own futures, our own destinies, all of that. I think if you go back also, you find that the, the pure genius of the creation of mind itself that we created everything we created the dinosaurs and we created the body and we created the conflicts and the wars we created the whole thing and even if we were to go back further with that now and come to the point of the first creation let's call it or the first swirlings i heard you calling it one time go back to that point that is probably more likely to be the separation than anything it's probably us ourselves and something maybe we need to take responsibility for to say we created the fall. It might have been a thought of ours in in the godliness saying, let's create something, let's create whatever. But I think it was us that did it. Now, that's a huge responsibility. Yeah, and that's that a huge need for forgiveness in my opinion. Yeah, but I don't think we created ourselves spiritually. Because the Course even says that, that you didn't create yourself. You do have an author, quote unquote, capital A, 
who created you spiritually, but I think we could say we created the physical universe as a way to be separate from God or as a consequence mm. of, the, of separating from God. Yeah. Even though we're not really separate. We think we are. We think we are, yeah. And that might have been that origin thought that caused a separation that we then ran with and created everything out of that. That's a possibility. So what are we forgiving? <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's explain forgiveness. Forgiveness, in my opinion, is like taking an eraser, an eraser to a chalkboard and saying you can have a list of all those things that you think you're upset about or that you think have happened to you. But then you take the eraser and you erase the whole thing because some part of you realizes nothing happened to you. You're still okay. You're still, you know, whether you're in a body or out of a body, you're still a divine spark of the creator. So I think we're, what we're forgiving is what I came to when I wrote this article not too long ago. Hannah. I forgot what my, what my purpose was, but... Um, I think I asked how to forgive something. Do you remember in that Brains article? I do, yeah. What did I ask to forgive? Brains article. And I think it was bordering on the same kinds of question we're approaching today. It's like forgiving everything, forgiving the world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I was asking about memories. You know how um, how you can go through something tragic and how it keep it, it, you may be okay, you get over it, right? But then... Periodically in your life, the memory surfaces again. Mm, yeah. and you start reliving the whole thing all over again. And then you're okay. And then you move on for a few more years. And then it comes up again. So I think I was asking Source, how do you clear something entirely where the memory doesn't keep resurfing? I know, because I was going through a period just recently where I was remembering things with my mom. Things, things that happened when I was a child that... I felt impacted me throughout my life. And I was asking, how do you get over that pattern? How do you really get over that pattern? And the answer I got from Source was only by complete forgiveness. So it wasn't like just forgiving, it was complete forgiveness. And what yes. it meant by that was you had to forgive the fact that you think something happened. Yes. Okay, so it's less about the person and what they might have done or what your ancestors believe. It's more about the idea that you think something happened to you. Okay, so in other words, if you're a divine spark of the creator, when you leave the body, you're still a divine spark of the creator. When you, even if you reincarnate, you're still a divine spark of the creator. So, now, isn't that interesting? So because, no matter what, you can't destroy yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Nothing can destroy yeah. you. So in terms of the question about that I asked about forgiving God, like that big, big idea. It started by me thinking that I needed to forgive myself first and then I needed to forgive my parents and their parents. And you know how I was working my way back. But that's all the time assuming guilt. Yes, you're assuming uh, something happened to you. Yes, it's assuming guilt. And then you're assuming the guilt of yourself and then your parents and then all your ancestors and then all the battles and wars. and. And then when I come to the point where I'm talking about forgiving the world, it's like I'm taking responsibility for forgiving something that was probably just a perception in the beginning. Right. A perception of separation. That's right. That's right. 
And that's, that's really the core thing. It's kind of like with anything that's going on on the earth, we do have to raise our mind or our consciousness above that and realize, is anything really happening? If you think of each person as a divine spark, despite what they go through on this physical world, you know, did anything really happen to them? And the answer is no. Yeah. Nothing's really yeah. happened to them. Yeah. And in some ways, that's a reflection, too, on what we're told that Jesus said on the cross to the other. Forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. Uh, in lots of ways, people who perpetuate atrocities, they're no more than ourselves, innocent of everything. And just acting out dramas. Well, I wouldn't say their intentions are innocent at this level. No, I did, but we're talking about... All going back to the original God creation place at that level. I think, I think we were talking too, we were having a discussion about the Middle East, remember? And yeah. what's going on in the Middle East, which everybody knows about now. And how that's been a long history of battle, that whole area. Mm. And it goes way back to biblical times. And okay? beyond. Way mm. back, way back. Mm. But the whole, the whole point of it is, is that they're just creating the past over and over again, reenacting the past over and over again. And the people involved are just reenacting the past over and over again. You know, mm -hmm. this battle, this yes. war, okay? Over crazy stuff, as we know. It's like you said, they're, they're, they're in their own living memory and reenacting it continually. Yeah, and when you think of your ancestors too, it's the same thing, what stuff gets passed down genetically, imprints, patterns from your past, from your mm -hmm. ancestries. Okay, and it's and this all happens because we haven't f forgiven yeah. the idea that something has happened. Yeah, but that's what I was looking for initially, was that initial forgiveness of myself. Right. But from what I hear you saying is, we've got to go to the level of where nothing happened in the first place. Right. That it's all, the whole thing's a perception. All our being here in the physical body is a perception and the more we the more we can see it from that perspective i think the more sense of freedom is there well you know i think too it, it addresses the whole belief in guilt that's rampant around the whole yeah. world i mean religions teach it from the get-go yeah. you're a sinner you need to be punished you need to be washed clean and all this crap okay so i think in the 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 government system is the same way. You're guilty before you, even though they say it's the other way around. But really, guilt is assumed mm -hmm. on people. And we everybody does it. They do it in relationships. They do it in their children. They do it, you know, in their bosses. I mean, it's, it's everywhere, okay? So subconsciously, we all have this belief in guilt. And it's another thing that keeps us separate. You know, we just assume guilt on a subconscious level with people. So we don't trust them completely. We don't, you know. So I, I just think that's the idea that has to be forgiven that we're guilty. Mm. Okay, mm. and I think you can see the effects of it everywhere, really. Okay, people who are punished somewhere believe that they deserve to be punished. Okay, um, I mean, I don't think there are any innocent victims. I think that it's all subconscious beliefs and programs that we have. And that's what needs to be forgiven. It's kind of like when you say the whole opponent prayer 
of that man realize that whatever he's seeing in another person, he carries himself. Right. And so he created this forgiveness prayer, basically, which healed everybody, himself and his patients. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I think that we have to go to the big, especially now, now we're in this interesting time period where we're supposed to be transitioning to a new a new paradigm, which is really, a new paradigm means completely new, not carrying the old stuff with you, yeah. not carrying the way we've been living in the past with us, which is all the guilt, blame, punishment, authority figures that are telling you you're bad, this and that and the other. I mean, I even remember um, something small back in school, in high school, because I wasn't in love with school. But when our report cards, our report cards would come, it'd come in the mail. And they did that so that kids couldn't hide the report card. High school. So my mother said, well, you'll know how your report card was if I would hang out a white flag outside. Oh, my God. Are <laughs> you coming home from school? Yeah, so you're seeing if it's, if it's not a white flag, you know you're in deep shit, right? <laughs> but I just remember the fear around that, the whole worrying about it on the bus on the way home and, you know, this feeling of, oh, my God, what, how is she going to punish me if my grades aren't what she wants them to be? And it was just such anxiety about that, you know, about everything, really, you know. And uh, and I just think that, you know, that's what has to be forgiven, that we assume guilt yeah. on people. Yeah. And the whole world does it, you know, and, yeah. and we look for it. We actually look for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole judicial system is about let's look for who's guilty who's to blame you know whose fault is it and let's punish them for it you know right. yeah yeah so i think that's the whole paradigm that has to go because it's just a paradigm of death consciousness and we're supposed to be moving into a more cooperative loving way of seeing as you mentioned perception mm -hmm. okay but we really have to when you talk about responsibility that's the responsibility. We have to look it to, into ourselves and see where are we doing that? Where are we projecting guilt and blame and judgment on other people? And where are we not being loving and giving people a loving response? Um, mm. You know, because there's just no possible... And in fact, all of that old paradigm is all a separatist paradigm. It's all you against me, me against you. Struggle for survival. Who will we kill so we can stay alive? Right. I mean, the whole thing's set up that way. And we often talked about this, you and I, with nature even, how everything's about killing and consuming. Right. You know, all these nature programs that they put on TV. I mean, if you watch them, they're all about how this animal took down the other animal and how it fought for its life. And, and I they thought, call it the balance of nature, they call it. And it's I, actually just one thing consuming another I know. in a never-ending cycle. Yeah, yeah, and ourselves yeah. too. How Indeed. we're brought up to, you know, yeah. we have to eat, so we have to kill something to eat. Yeah. Okay, the whole thing is is absolutely crazy. But just meeting our friend Ray Mayor that one time, who's a man who actually, you know, became a breatharian and was living off prana. And there's a way to do that safely. Just let me put a disclaimer in here. It's not something you can just go do right now with all the beliefs that you have about mm -hmm. eating and mm -hmm. socialization but he proved that it can be done that you can live off light okay and um so this need for, to be consuming things isn't really real right it's real in yeah. our minds it's real in our old paradigm but it's yeah. 
not real in a loving paradigm. Yeah, yeah. So how do we move now from that, my original question about like the perception that I needed to forgive God on that huge level down to the day-to-day -day surviving level of the human being in this world where it's dog-eat-dog -dog effectively. Literally. Like, literally, yeah, I, seriously. Especially I mean, if you're in China. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right to laugh, actually, because it is ludicrous. The whole thing is ludicrous. I, I agree with you to take, look at something like this lightheartedly because I think... Perhaps I was being too serious about it and getting bound, bound up in preconceived ideas about forgiveness and, and because I felt guilty, the need to forgive myself and all of that. So perhaps the, the message out of this is to continue to look at everything from a very high level, from a high frequency level, where we're realizing that, look, look at the game that we created, created and are continuing to create. Look at the stupidity of a lot of the things. Look at the total ridiculousness of a lot of the things that we give our attention to. And perhaps that may lead to us raising or keeping a vibration, a high frequency, so that when we enter into the, the new world that Angel Rose talks about, that we enter it with the forgiveness and with the, the union with the divine, as opposed to the feeling of separation that we have right here. And I think it starts with each other, Hanu. I mean, it's kind of like you don't have to die and go to the other worlds to yeah. heal the separation. It can be done here in how we see each other, how we treat each other. So, you know, heaven's supposed to come here, not the other way around. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Okay, but um, but really the only way anybody can really be free is you have to, it has to be complete forgiveness. You have to, in other words, it does no good to say, well, this person did this to me uh, years ago, but I'm going to forgive them. Because you haven't, you can't really forgive in that way because some party always remembers what they did. Yeah. And, and so you can't ever say totally, oh, he damaged me, but it's okay. I mean, you can't actually ever really believe that, you know? Some part of you won't ever believe that. But if you approach it with the fact, like, did he really injure me? And you question that. That's a whole different question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's it for now. Thank you for being with us. And do please leave your comments below. We'd love to have your feedback on this. This is a, a huge question. And uh, blessings from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. Until next time. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and on our website at worldofempowerment.com. Don't miss an episode. Hit the subscribe button now.